Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. Uh, the other week I did a podcast on um, the reclaiming by French colonists of Vietnam uh, following the uh, end of the Second World War. And today we're going to look really at how conflict escalates uh, in Vietnam in the late 1940s, uh, early 1950s. Um, and if we recall one of the reasons why um, conflict began in 1946, a shooting war begins in 1946, uh, is because of the deliberate decision by uh, French uh, colonists and the, the, sort of the almost autonomous uh, regime in uh, South Vietnam to carry out a completely contradictory policy to that of the French government. Uh, the French government was uh, attempting to find some degree of compromise um, at uh, talks with the Viet Minh at Fontainebleau in uh, France, whereas the uh, colonists in Vietnam uh, provided uh, only a, a directly kind of confrontational, um, disagreeable and um, deliberately um, sabotaging a narrative uh, designed to uh, push relations with uh, the Vietnamese to breaking point in order to precipitate military action, which they believed they would win, which was obviously a, a fatal error. The costs of fighting uh, a counterinsurgency war in Vietnam were extremely expensive, in uh, Malaya, the costs to the British were um, seen as a price infinitely worth paying because of the material value of um, Malaya, particularly Malaya tin and rubber. Whereas in Vietnam, the, um, there was no kind of uh, clear material uh, upside in, in quite the same way. Um, the Viet Minh had a border with China. They were, after 1949, helped from China and um, they had uh, all the resources to continue building up, building up their forces. Um, the conditions for um, the poorest in the rural um, parts of communist-held Vietnam were starting to be gradually improved. Um, because the peasants were given access to communal land, which they hadn't had during the uh, period of French colonial rule. 
because of the power of Catholic landowners. Limits were posed, uh, imposed upon uh, landlords' rents, um, a policy instituted in 1946, and a policy which would gradually become more radical after 1949 as it was influenced by the uh, attitudes that were uh, prevalent in Maoist China uh, over the border um, towards the, the, the landlords with Mao's anti-landlord campaigns. And there was also a mass literacy drive using uh, Romanized Vietnamese script. And so there was um, a, a lot as far as the, the peasants were concerned in communist-held areas that was attractive about the new regime. And also, it wasn't simply a communist regime it presented itself as a national liberation movement. And so it was able to appeal not just to the self-interest of Vietnamese peasants, but to their deep-seated national sentiment, which was uh, a, a powerful factor in uh, swaying attitudes and uh, drawing uh, deep-seated loyalties towards uh, one side and not the other. Martin Thomas writes, Knowing that French troops planned to reoccupy Hanoi, the Democratic Republic of Vietnam authorities withdrew Viet Minh forces northwards over the summer of 1946, consolidating their grip over the highlands of Tonkin, which was North Vietnam, uh, and the uncontested regions of Annam, which was Central Vietnam. The reality was that France simply never reconquered a good deal of Central and Northern Vietnam. This large region, home to 10 million people by the early 1950s, was what constituted the Democratic Republic of Vietnam's state. Its administrative system, regional trade networks and interior policies regulated from Hanoi. Its insurgent origins and internal coalition rivalries declining in importance, the Hanoi regime was, by 1950, harder to equate with the Viet Minh of old. Determined to deploy all its human and material resources to defeat the French, the lands controlled by the Democratic Republic of Vietnam formed a highly militarised command economy mobilised for combat. France, in other words, was at war with a sovereign Vietnamese state in all but name. So this is fundamental to our understanding of Vietnam. Now when you compare the uh, British uh, insurgency or British counterinsurgency in um, Malaya, and the uh, struggle by the French to reconquer Vietnam. You're looking at two, two different things, really. The uh, Malay Communist Party guerrillas numbered about 6,000. The British were able to mobilise something like about 300,000 uh, Malay, Chinese and Indian volunteers uh, to fight them. The French are fighting something of an entirely different magnitude. They are fighting, as it says here, a sovereign state. They are fighting um, half of, well, perhaps even um, two-thirds of, Vietnam itself. They are uh, fighting um, a regime that is, uh, is not simply a guerrilla army, that has established itself in the economy, the infrastructure, the bureaucracy and society of North and Central Vietnam, Tonkin and Annam. So already the colonial conceit um, of the uh, French who had believed it would be a simple task 
to sweep away um, revolutionary troublemakers if only the right war could be declared upon them had turned out to be a terrible miscalculation. Instead, the withdrawal northwards of the Viet Minh had created um, a revolutionary state designed to liberate all of Vietnam. And this would be the fight that would go on for the next three decades. In the south, uh, fighters, uh, intelligence agents and couriers continued to infiltrate Saigon. Um, they sabotaged military and administrative services. They uh, got hold of valuable information. They uh, found uh, essential supplies that they could steal from uh, medicines to shoes for the militia. Um, dock workers and arsenal workers, man uh, arms manufacturers, uh, housemaids, drivers, students, um, coolies, the um, uh, poor uh, wage labourers and porters, um, became a huge and important part of the Viet Minh uh, in Saigon, their uh, intelligence network and logistics network. They moved around supplies, they swapped information, and sometimes took up arms. Um, the colonial police in Saigon, their records in 1948, uh, show 9 million units of penicillin and 60,000 malarial prophylactics disappearing from the city's pharmacies. Um, a more important symbol of uh, urban um, infiltration was the number of killings of French soldiers, officials and settlers. Um, they became very, very frequent. Uh, cafe owners created, uh, put up wire cages around their premises to prevent the Viet Minh from throwing hand grenades uh, at customers' tables. Um, the Chinese owners of the uh, Le Monde Casino in Saigon um, found that their uh, business was um, devastated by a hand grenade attack. Um, and the result was that they paid uh, protection money, taxes, um, to the Vietnamese to prevent that from happening again. Young women were uh, often recruited and children who orphaned um, um, during the war or the famine to carry out these attacks uh, or to carry out other um, espionage work. And the reason why was because they often knew the city's uh, back streets and uh, alleyways very well uh, and that they could stay out of the way of um, the uh, surge in troops that occupied the city. 15,000 troops were drafted in by 1950 uh, to restore calm and to uh, control Saigon. And this was the sort of thing that the Americans would inherit uh, within uh, the, the, the coming decade. The disorder that um, Saigon uh, experienced caused the French uh, under their commander-in-chief Jean Valois to uh, divide their forces to um, try to consolidate their hold on Cochin, China, um, the, which is the southern part of uh, Vietnam, um, and uh, to divide, yes, divide the forces between holding on to Cochin, China, and then trying to send expeditionary forces into the central uh, and north parts of, of the country. Valoi attempted to keep the door open to the Hanoi regime for some kind of negotiate, negotiated settlement, 
But the uh, French colonists put nothing remotely attractive that the, the Vietnamese would want, uh, the North Vietnamese would want, on the table anyway. Um, it was simply um, a, a means by which uh, the North Vietnamese could decide to surrender uh, if for some reason they, they chose to, which of course they, they, they did not. This was not so much Valois' fault as the fault of uh, reactionaries in Paris and uh, Saigon demanding that the Hanoi regime should simply give up uh, and just hand over control of North and Central Vietnam to them um, as they um, believed undis uh, without uh, doubt that they were the undisputed sovereign power in Vietnam. It was France's decision to create a, uh, a southern Vietnamese state, an associated state, that was built around the idea of uh, an anti-communist government in Saigon uh, that meant that all diplomatic initiatives uh, would ultimately fail. The uh, decision to uh, create this um, southern uh, centre of Vietnamese... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. National power uh, around the Emperor Bao Dai um, meant that the French um, would redouble their own personal commitment to... Um, get rid of the uh, republic in the north and now that the the nature of the regime was avowedly anti-communist the regime itself would operate as a front a proxy for french imperialism it would uh, no longer feature direct french colonial rule uh, that was perhaps going to be untenable in the future but would be one uh, a regime that would be uh, so uh, intimately connected with paris and there would be um, powerful scope for uh, French colonial intervention in um, the the life of the uh, Republic of um, South Vietnam that French colonial rule would essentially continue uh, unhindered. Now, what's the reason for this change in direction? And the reason is uh, America. 
Um, in the in March 1949, uh, the State Department uh, in uh, Washington um, confirmed its support for the Bao Dai solution, creating a um, a, a, a state centered around Bao Emperor Bao Dai. The reason why um, they did this was uh, several, well, manyfold. Firstly, Roosevelt and Truman had both expressed misgivings about um, European colonialism in general, but particularly French colonialism. Um, they had this; they saw kind of advantages in British colonialism that they were willing to overlook, but specifically. Um, Roosevelt had never taken to de Gaulle and always suspected that de Gaulle might wind up uh, taking upon the role of, uh, of dictator during the war. And after the war, um, the uh, French Empire was certainly one that the Americans were more than happy to see rolled up. Um, the French had to present uh, a colonial uh, proposition to the Americans that the Americans, uh, not just the American government, but the American general public would be happy to accommodate. And instead of a direct colonial state, a Vietnamese notionally autonomous republic that um, had anti-communist credentials would be far more likely to attract American diplomatic backing and when it came to American financial and American military support because we had um, entered the era uh, following 1947 of the Truman Doctrine. Uh, if you go back a couple of podcasts and listen to um, the decision by Truman in 1947 uh, to send military funding to uh, aid and, and military support to uh, Greece and Turkey as a result of uh, Britain's withdrawal uh, from the Eastern Mediterranean, due to its parlous finances. One feature in there, um, in that podcast, uh, I think might stand out, the fact that uh, American um, voters and congressmen were acutely aware that this would just be the first of many asks, that there would be a long stream of troubled countries around the world desperate to stem off the threat of communist insurgency who might present themselves to America for financial help. Um, the French were here trying to dress up the um, colonial project that they were trying to maintain in a more attractive way in order to sweeten the pill for the United States of America to swallow. The new uh, South Vietnam would become an associated nation um, of the French Union, but Bao Dai himself, who had been uh, ejected from Vietnam uh, as the uh, emperor, was uh, to come back as a, a, a figure of national unity. But the French were careful to control Bao Dai. They didn't want him becoming a nationalist demagogue in his own right. Not that that was particularly likely, but they didn't want him to become um, the focal point of nationalist sentiments. And so they made sure that he didn't build up his own personal national movement uh, in Vietnam. Um, Martin Thomas writes, France insisted that Bao Dai was the authentic representative of the Vietnamese nation, yet, with, yet withheld national independence, um, the only concession likely to secure popular endorsement. By 1950, the Saigon regime relied on more sectarian elements. 
the commercial classes, fervent anti-communists, and Catholic and sect leaders hostile to Marxist atheism. So this was the, the shaping of the new South Vietnam. The new South Vietnam wasn't going to be offered um, full national independence as a sovereign nation state. It would be a puppet state of France. Um, but the only thing that was likely to create mass support for uh, Bao Dai was precisely that, was the, the creation of a sovereign nation state, uh, tapping into all those powerful nationalistic sentiments that could be uh, unleashed against the communist north. Um, so instead, this um, mixture, rather toxic mixture of um, the commercial classes, the kind of the Mittelstand of Vietnam, um, and the uh, anti-communist and Catholic demographics uh, within South Vietnam who were uh, determined to fight against the communists uh, to the death. These are a far narrower uh, sect, uh, these are a far, far narrower section of Vietnamese society. And here are the fundamental problems that the French face. By creating um, a very narrow coalition uh, against the North instead of a, a broad-based one. By creating that broad-based co uh, coalition, the French knew that they would allow um, events to slip out of their hands, that, they, that events would uh, uh, drift towards uh, full independence, thus negate everything that they were hoping to achieve, which tends to suggest that full independence was an inevitability anyway. Um, but by uh, negating that and, uh, and uh, using this very narrow support base who are kind of radicalised anti-communist ultras, um, it sets up uh, much of the, the conflict for the coming years, the dynamics of the conflict for the coming years, because this is um, one of the reasons why the general population who were uh, Buddhist and not Catholic, who had perhaps not kind of doctrine Marxist views, but who had um, a broadly kind of communal views on uh, land ownership and um, social equality within society, were uh, finding themselves with nowhere else to go other than to the communists who were offering a, a far more attractive uh, set of propositions, by and large, than the uh, landowning uh, Catholic ruling classes of South Vietnam. Martin Thomas writes, These domestic realignments were vitally important, but they were overshadowed by a more dramatic change on the external plane, the creation of the People's Republic of China on the 1st of October 1949. Ho moved quickly to conclude a military alliance with Mao's Chinese regime after dispatching his envoy Huang Van Huan to prepare the ground for an approach. Spurred by China's recognition of the, the, of the Democratic Republic of Vietnam in mid-January 1950, Ho resolved to conduct the negotiations personally. Leaving in secret, he walked for 17 days from North Tonkin to conduct talks with Mao's deputy Liu Xiaoqi and Zhu Di, uh, the senior commander of the Chinese People's Liberation Army. From there, he travelled by more modern means to Moscow for discussions with Stalin and more importantly, another Chinese duo, Foreign Minister Zhu Enlai and Mao himself, both of whom were visiting the Russian capital at the time. Stalin was non-committal, but Mao, consistent 
with the Chinese Communist policy of leaning to one side by promoting revolution throughout East Asia, promised every military assistance needed by Vietnam in its struggle against France. The war in Indochina was about to get much bigger, confronting France with decolonization's first total war. So in many ways, the struggle that the British faced in Malaya and the struggle that the French face in Vietnam, it, it, it's kind of difficult to compare, really, because of the scope of both. In, in Malaya, uh, the British uh, did not have to deal with um, the direct support of Mao's China or Soviet Russia. No doubt both powers had some mischief-making to do in Malaya, but it really wasn't uh, anything uh, of uh, similar proportions. The um, decolonization period of the 40s, 50s and 60s was now going to become a front line in the Cold War. And this is what's so interesting about this period of time, is where decolonization intersects with Cold War politics. Uh, and this is why so many um, anti-colonial struggles become so bloody, where you have um, Britain, France and other colonial powers sometimes wanting to leave their colonial troubles behind but recognising that uh, nature abhors a vacuum and that um, Soviet and Chinese influence will fill the gap um, and dominate resources and cut off trade routes uh, and stop the flows of vital raw materials such as oil or rubber. Um, and it also means that there is a greater incentive for America to become involved. Um, the interest that Mao uh, particularly takes in Vietnam is a, a clue to um, the Americans that Vietnam, as John F. Kennedy put it later on, Vietnam was the place. That Vietnam would be the place where the line would eventually be drawn and the and battle lines would have to be, a stand would have to be taken, uh, which is basically how Kennedy viewed, viewed Vietnam. Um, play, saying that it's really kind of, it, it became the, 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 the struggle of all or nothing for um, the outcome of the Cold War. Okay, so we're going to finish there. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you found that useful. Um, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.